revolution of values will lay hands on the world order and say a war, this way of settling differences is not just.
It is the 6th of September, folks. Welcome to the stream. Uh, it's 2023, and as we know, um, those who call themselves Antifa and anti-fascist activists uh, have primarily spent the last few years uh, gaslighting normal people um, and, you know, people who are against racism, uh, people of color, gay people. It, basically, anybody who is not an actual racist threat is who the so-called anti-fascist action has been going after for the last probably 10 years at least. Meanwhile, apparently, unbeknownst to them, there's been a huge, uh, well, not huge, but a significant uh, buildup of these uh, white supremacist neo-Nazi skinheads. Uh, skinheads. Some of them may actually be skinheads. Probably not really. Um, but they are definitely um, promoting Nazi crap. So what am I talking about? Uh, I'm not even sure which order I should really go in here, but I think I'm going to start with the longer video so you get a little bit of background about um, one of the main characters, uh, <laughs> and I call him a character for a reason, uh, one of the main characters uh, that we're going to be looking at today, and uh, this is a guy who he is actually the son of the singer from Brutal Attack, uh, if you remember uh, they're like a white power band from the 80s, uh, British skinhead band, who was um, the singer, this guy's father, was recently, uh, you know, somewhat recently, a few years ago, arrested uh, for performing uh, racist Nazi material in Germany, which is funny because Germany is now sending hella munitions to Nazis in the Ukraine, but apparently that that's okay. But anyway, I digress. Uh, let's have a little background. Uh, there's this guy. He is called Boneface. His name is Kent McClellan, son of Ken McClellan, the famous bonehead. Uh, and you will see what's going on with him, but it's pretty clear that uh, he made some kind of deal uh, with the feds or something uh, to be this visible and out there and not be getting in trouble, not banned off of Twitter. You know what I'm saying? So let's, or X Twitter, whatever it's called. Let's watch this first video um, in which is, I've kind of com compiled it where uh, Del Boy Diablo, who's an anti-racist uh, left-wing skinhead from Florida, uh, is kind of going back and forth with this bone-faced guy. He's made some accusations that Tommy Robinson and EDL were somehow connected to Boneface or, or, or didn't recognize uh, that Boneface was around or whatever. So check out this video. For a long one, young man never said names. 
I got big tools and I got big cars and I got big chains. Gold, one on each finger, hands on a wheel of the range. You don't wanna come round here, get put for the window frame. Get put for the window, then I come kick angels. I love my watch, but hold on, mate, I still want yours. You see these hands, you see this face, you know my name. The proud shroud and emblem of brand of the unforgiven. 212 bone face here, Florida, Lewis County, Lieutenant. Purpose of respect and why I'm making this video today. Touch up on what exactly has happened to the left and the uh, third position. I apologize scene, for his mumbling. Here, of Florida, black Bailey, we used to have, this would be a battleground state, per se. And see, back in the day, Marika respective movements and the left respective movements were extremely fueled by uh, the Scandinavian culture. Now, for those who don't know, Scandinavian culture is about working class, being proud of yourself, being proud of where you come from. This is why I come from, you can find me, I can find you, so on and so forth. But see, there's a different variation to set Boneface! Boneface Ken McClellan! I saw your video, bruh! So it looks like Ken McClellan, aka Boneface, is the new Obergruppenführer? of the Florida NS National Socialist Skinheads. He's the new main man of the Florida White Power Skinheads. Now the force from the CHS for the Skinheads is no more. And I saw the video you made on the Alpha 101 fight brother and I'll be up there like this. You don't wait for a while. Ways to counter that, that's not a problem. So I'll meet the challenge. Footage of both is in the Ukraine. For those who say that there's no neo-Nazis in Ukraine, here's, here's some footage right there of a known American neo-Nazi in Ukraine. It's not just some tattoo that he got, uh, you know, <laughs> but it will not now, be done in the native tongue watch of Ukraine. This, here's him again. Right. Um, we've had a bit of an eventful day, as usual, in Mariupol, but... One thing I would always like to uh, ensure and touch up with the public on is, as we know, old DL boy Dale Alvillo, as you know, he has just gotten way, way, way further out there in his crazy days. That's fine. That's fine. We love him. That's just the same. Um, first off, I see he's been trying to poke this bear of uh, the Chechens on the team. This Ramazov, Kadriv, one D. That coward is never going to be a man enough to come fucking. And once we set the fire, we get the fire hot, then we get the rest of our brothers blaze. Florida, be the vanguard. Stick up for our city. Stand up. Don't be afraid. Show no fear. You must be the uh, dude who was in Wisconsin. Right? No, Wisconsin. You you earned your colors, I see. How's it going? Look at Bone Face. Why are you worried? Are you afraid? How could you be so brave? How could you be so brave? Are you afraid? 
so brave! Are you scared? The fans will come! Oh my god! We're coming for you! Three, two, one. Oh, it's the Boohoo Boys. One of the Boohoo Boys was there. Did you see that? How cute. All right. So you see this guy is real high profile. He's on the social media. He's making videos, trying to argue back and forth with anti-racist people. He is uh, out at straight up neo-Nazi rallies uh, in Florida. Um, notice Antifa, besides for this uh, Del Boy Diablo, who identifies as Antifa, uh, none of them are really taking uh, Ukraine to task about this neo-Nazi stuff. But meanwhile, he's real, real visible. And uh, he seems to get out of trouble pretty easily. Let's have a look at what was uh, discovered. Um, some footage that Laura Loomer came across. Check it out. Hmm, terrorist organization number. Hmm. Never seen that one before. This is the contact the screening center. Oh yeah, my bad. Never seen that before. Never seen it either. Arms, dangerous, violence, and issues. That's it, man. You got border patrol phone number on this. What's that? You got border patrol phone number on this. Really? Are you from Ukraine? I just came back a little bit. It says to contact the FBI. <laughs> we encounter this thing. Well, do it. Well, that's escalated from a... going to be calling... Technically... Border Patrol, we're going to call... FBI. Okay, so you heard that. When they searched him, when the police searched this dude, he came up as a terrorist organization member. Says to contact the feds. Right away, I knew that it was going to amount to no arrest because it said contact the feds. It didn't say arrest and hold for the feds, right? So to me, that sounds like he's going to contact him and they're going to tell 
him some sort of uh, classified information about why you're not to arrest this guy. Uh, you know, long story short, obviously he's still out there because that footage from Florida is just from the other day. He did not go to prison or jail, whatever. Uh, clearly got some kind of federal protection. All right. Uh, I, I don't think it was just these particular cops were like racists. Um, I mean, that might've been the case. I'm not saying they were not racist or making any judgment about them, but I, I, I believe the primary reason why he got away was not based on the personal opinions of those officers, but on some sort of federal protection above and uh, so that gets us into talking about the fact that, you know, reminder, feds make deals with some of the worst fucking people on earth uh, in order to get them to provide uh, information, you know, and um, what is the purpose of so-called federal law enforcement if they don't really enforce the laws what they do is they make arrangements with smaller criminals to try and catch bigger criminals so it's like if you want to be a criminal you just kind of have to gauge like what level like before you don't want to get too high where you're the target you want to stay low <laughs> enough on the totem pole that they'll just make a deal with you apparently uh because there's no reason that guy should be out on the street and not in jail okay he went and murdered people in the ukraine okay uh he basically acted as a mercenary and I, I mean I don't even know how we're letting any of these people go over there that are Americans or fight for the Ukraine it's disgusting but the fact that this guy is a known Nazi terrorist organization member now I'm not sure which terrorist organization they're listing on that thing maybe they're talking about the blood tribe which is that Pole House group, or maybe they're talking about Azov, because Azov, even though we're funding them, and they're a uh, major part of the uh, Ukraine war effort, um, they were for a long time listed as a terrorist organization, uh, because you know, they do terrorist stuff, like kill people for their ethnic or political affiliations you know um and this guy went over there and took part of that this bone face dude all right um the fact that this type of stuff is going on uh meanwhile you know you've got all these like skinhead bands trying to make a comeback uh that were from the 80s and stuff you know we got uh anti-heroes uh we're playing again recently and I seen a condemned 84s coming to America playing on the East Coast. There's like a little bit of a resurgence of skinhead going on. 
but it all seems so fake. Because if there's regular skinheads going around, how can these fucking boneheads be out there like this? Whoever brought up this new generation of skinheads, and uh, unfortunately I was not involved in it other than, you know, the one little skinhead at home, but I uh, don't understand. You don't have to be a sharp uh, you know, skinheads against racial prejudice member or a member of an anti-racist crew or even an ardent activist or anything like that to realize that neo-Nazis are a fucking problem. They're a fucking problem. Not just if you're Jewish or black or uh, Hispanic or, uh, you know, uh, rainbow, alphabet, whatever. Uh, they're a problem for skinheads uh, because when there are neo-Nazis out there, especially ones dressing like skinheads, like these blood tribe guys, a lot of them are, uh, that promotes the idea in the mainstream that skinhead is associated with Nazi bullshit. So there goes your night. You know, oh, we used to go to the bar every uh, week, but now that, you know, neo-Nazis are in the news, our whole crew, even though it's half Hispanic or whatever, half black or whatever, got kicked out of the bar because they don't allow skinheads. And it's, you know, there needs to be, it's time again, guys. It's time again. I know that we really all got burned out on everybody calling people racist, calling people Nazis when it wasn't accurate, when it wasn't true. And a lot of people are really tired of even the word racism and, and, and calling someone a Nazi. But when these guys are out there with fucking real swastika flags, wearing cheesy ass swastika medallions around dude's neck uh, and this bone face guys out there with boots and braces, bald head. Uh, real skinheads need to fucking step up and represent and stop this, letting this bullshit slide. I understand that, you know, Everybody might have some gray zone records. You might even have this dude's dad's album in your collection. But that doesn't make it fucking okay. All right. If you're British, if you're American, if you're any of the fucking countries who fought the Nazis, it's your fucking duty as a skinhead and as a patriot of your country to fight these fucking neo-nazi skinheads okay these boneheads uh there needs to be more clear vocal skinhead opposition to this bullshit if we have to bring back some old 80s movement stuff that was maybe kind of cringe or whatever i'd rather deal with that i'd rather deal with uh cringe uh sharps uh, as long as they're fighting boneheads. However, I will not deal with cringe sharps who are supporting Ukraine and supporting all this fucking uh, bullshit that goes on. I will call you out on that type of shit. Uh, but I just see like shows going on that are just like regular oi shows. Um, regular events. I mean you know, as regular as skin events could be, but they are supposed to be, 
you know, just regular events for just working class people to all be welcome to come to. Um, if that's what these events are that I'm seeing in other parts of the country, then they should be organizing some sort of fighting force against these fucking actual neo-Nazis. If, if, if for no other reason than to protect the name of Skinhead from going back to that 80s uh, you're a neo-Nazi bullshit, okay? That's what I have to say about that. We're going to take a, a short commercial break and uh be right back. Land of the free, all that's supposed to be. Fuck to take you safe, things that should have been. A sweet life is not sour, the government wants too much power. Freedom is trying to devour, but it's not to follow power. All right, I'm back and do remember to uh, order books and read them. <laughs> uh, don't just put them on your shelf. Uh, anyway, so I guess uh, this episode ended up being mostly um, about skinhead stuff, really. Uh, but basically yeah that's uh that's what's going on so boneheads are trying to come back so i feel like uh, traditional skinheads anti-racist skinheads um especially the patriotic variety really need to make a comeback um i'm hoping that in some way fight wing can help facilitate that <laughs> um but you know this can you see it on the thing? America's skinhead is not about fucking racism. Um, I mean, like the bone face guy said, skinhead is about being working class and talking about where you're coming from. And then he points at all this imagery on his face and says, this is where I come from. Uh, apparently he comes from outer fucking space where people have squiggles all over their entire fucking uh but uh, all those jailhouse tattoos doesn't make him any tougher. Uh, it doesn't make him supreme um, or anything like that. But I wanted to point out how it, it's creating an interesting clash of narratives because you have former neo-Nazi skinhead Chris Piccolini, who uh, founded the Hope Not Hate organization, uh, whose wife uh, is a longtime Google employee. Uh, he, of course, you know, wrote a book about uh, stopping being racist and whatever, and he was going to help all the guys stop being racist. But he's turned to uh, an Antifa activist, just an, another violent extremist, um, and is vehemently supporting the Ukraine. And he's in the camp of, uh, oh, 
neo-Nazis into Ukraine is a Russian uh, propaganda narrative. So he, former neo-Nazi, is trying to get all his former neo-Nazi friends to support Ukraine with him because there's no neo-Nazis in Ukraine and the Russians are the real Nazis, according to him. But meanwhile, this bone-faced guy is totally destroying his narrative because he, he's coming all out openly, white supremacist, Nazi, all of it, all that bullshit, and go, actually going to fight in Ukraine and recruiting other people. Uh, I don't have the clip right now, but if you watch the full video of uh, the Blood Tribe protests in uh, Florida, it's, it's going around, but they asked him that it's an election year. Uh, do you plan to vote? And Chris Polhouse, the guy who was in front of Boneface with the ridiculous swastika medallion, he was saying, oh, well, I think Biden is a lot better than Trump because he's sending lots of rockets to the Ukraine. And then behind him, Boneface throws up a Nazi salute and, you know, Slava Ukraini or whatever. So these guys are out there, open white supremacists, um, trying to recruit and support Ukraine. Meanwhile, former white supremacists are trying to pretend like they're no longer white supremacists by supporting this Ukraine crap, which is being virtue signaled by liberals when it's actually just total Nazi crap. I mean, I guess the horseshoe bends both ways, right? Because we're seeing the populist horseshoe of the disaffected right and the disaffected left coming back together, like, you know, like the, I would say like the Jimmy Dory level of, of leftism. Uh, the people at that level are sick of the government. They see how the quote unquote, you know, neoliberal establishment has become and they may not like Trump and people like that, but they see what's going on and they don't approve of it, right? So I think at the other end, there's an upside down horseshoe also going on between those who support globalist ideas, who support um, anti-populist things between uh, neo-Nazis and Antifa over, you know, things like affinity for um, supporting Ukraine against Russia. So uh, I think there's two horseshoes going on and it's almost, it's being shaped like a, like a chromosome almost. Um, but it's very interesting to watch the horseshoe or the arc uh, curve around because you know, it, it shows who who's really fake um it shows who is actually populist and really cared about people and who is just you know a shill for a party you know or for a specific group or movement uh, the movement we should all be supporting is the movement for all people to have freedom if you want freedom to be uh, super square Christian, or if you want it, freedom to be uh, a weird um, pagan or, or whatever. I don't know. What, I'm just trying to think of something in opposition to that. Uh, you know, yeah, freedom. That's what we need. Uh, and that is the populist answer is to give the people more freedom and put more restrictions on the government. 
there are right-wing approaches to that, and there are a couple left-wing approaches to that, but most of the left-wing approaches end up with government having too much power, of course. Um, but we'll see what comes of this uh, horseshoe and how all of this madness uh, from the vaccines to the neo-Nazis to the... Uh, transgender stuff, how all of this is going to affect this upcoming election. I told you guys already, I'm, I'm voting for anarchy uh, because none of these guys are great. The best option, I believe, is Bobby Kennedy, but that's really not saying much with the, the competition. You know, every guy has like, oh, he did one good thing. You know, oh, DeSantis stood against the lockdowns. Oh, Trump lowered taxes and uh, stood against immigration. Uh, uh, Biden, what did he do? He didn't do anything good. But in any case, none of these guys are well-rounded candidates that would be representative of large swaths of America. They're all, um, they all ended up being divisive in one way or another, um, unfortunately. And yeah, I know it's a utopian idea to think that everybody's going to get together and be friends and all this stuff, but they don't have to be friends, you know? Uh, they don't have to be friends in order to uh, just make this country work, you know? To be uh, fighting all the time, uh, all the way up to the governmental level where they're doing petty things to try and attack the uh, supporters of, of their opponents is, is it's just gotten out of hand. And uh, we need to rein in the government and loosen the reins on the people. And if you have the government reined in a little bit, maybe you'll see less psyops. Uh, I mean, not even maybe, definitely you'll see less psyops, less funding of people being groomed uh, to be neo-Nazis, uh, less funding of Nazis in Ukraine, uh, less bad stuff in general, because all of the bad stuff that you see is coming from the government, who is stealing all of our money to do it. So, on that note, uh, I say we boil the alphabet soup. Good night, folks. Boiling alphabet soup.